You're listening to Can I Help You with the Love Master himself, Craig Shoemaker. Hello, everybody. It's, you know, it is because you have to download. It's not like you come across it by accident, switching through the channels old school like we did with the radio days. But just in case. Just in case, it is Craig Shoemaker. Dr. Craig Shoemaker, can I help you? Yes. And we are, wait till you're introduced, for God's (laughs) sakes. We have an actress, folks, if you haven't noticed. (laughs) I've already taken over. They already, that's what they do. They take over. I'm supposed to introduce you. Sorry. Okay, Okay, I'm sorry. They've already heard you nine times already. (laughs) So uh, today is um, apparently will be the definition of our show because my friend Samantha is here. And she says that she's in a crisis. So we had lunch together. I used to have a thing in radio called SIFTA, Save It for the Air, because then you get the gems. Then you get the real, genuine, organic sense of, of, of the presence, being in the present and not with an agenda. So I kept saying, so we almost couldn't speak to each other at lunch <laughs> because we haven't seen, seen one another in a while. But she's got this thing that she's sitting on, and I can even feel it. She just wants to, you know, Uncle Craig... Help me. So this is this is the definition of the show. So you're the perfect guest. Samantha Gordon, welcome to the show. Thank you. The podcast. It's great to have you here. Just I have to give people a little background though, because oh, they yes, most people don't know you yet. Yeah. And I say yet because that's a definitive yet, because I believe in you and your talents. Thanks, Uncle This is an actress, a singer, a dancer, mm-hmm. all of the above. We met when you were a little girl through your dad. Your dad I went to grade school with. I was jealous of him because he was on the stage and I wasn't. Can you believe your dad, the MIT guy, that I was jealous of I his performance skills? My dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, that's a hard concept, believe, isn't it? I can't believe my dad w- went on stage before you did. Exactly. Like he's not like a... He's like a more introverted personality type, you know? Yeah, well, he's like a genius, but yeah. he's like a MIT inventor, app guy, and yeah, all that. smartest you, person You I can't am. see him, right. You can't see him being on the stage. No. Samantha, I'm not kidding you. I have a visual that is stuck in my head. You have the most insane memory. Uh, it, but this one, though, is so vivid. I can tell you the, I could take you to the seat at Enfield, en- Enfield Junior High. I could take you to the seat I was sitting in when they introduced him, and there he was pulling things out. I could tell you the tricks that he did. What did he do? I sat there so envious. Oh, he had a big can, and you know he made cups disappear. He did all the pretty standard tricks, but back then, no, I couldn't have done it. He had a whole kit, and he was a master magician at a very early age. Aww. So I watched him, and I said, I want to be up there. So, in a way, your dad was my inspiration. Oh, my God. Kind of strange. You owe your entire career to him. I wouldn't go that far. (laughs) (laughs) I've had other factors that that led me to being a comedian, including how to deal with pain. But the jealousy part, the motivation of I've got to get up there and see what this guy's experiencing, all the attention he was getting. He never utilized it, though. He doesn't stay in touch (laughs) with anybody. I know. (laughs) He's... He's it's abandoned like his Philly his roots. I know he has. It's like he had this difficult childhood. I I, I should be blocking more. I should ask him how to block. I think I think he just his brain just blocked. He he needed to make room for all of his like math, so he just blocked out his childhood. Oh, that's what they do. Okay, Probably. maybe that would help me. I need to. I know. I could tell you his locker number. What? 
Oh yeah, I'm not even exaggerating. I have yes. such a weird memory for Are the you past. One of those people that you can be like, where were you on January yes. 20th of 19? 19- yeah. Really? Well, I have a photographic memory, so I can tell you what my calendar says where I was. Like, let me see, That's June sixth, nineteen eighty-three. I was at the Comedy Cafe in Washington D.C. I made six hundred dollars. Yeah, I could tell you that just by visualizing the book that I wrote that in. Has to be my writing, though. It can't be typed. Whoa. But anyway, enough about me. I'm talking about you. You're here. Yeah. You're in California. Now, so as he might have been an inspiration mm-hmm. for me, full circle, I yeah. might have been an inspiration for you to make this big, bold move to California. Yeah. it's a cr- It was a crazy story. Yeah. So I was at NYU, and I got injured. I broke my hip. <laughs> now, wait a minute. You're burying the lead here. We have to We have to say what set this up, though, was I met you years ago, and I saw something. Oh, yeah. You're like, so she's don't, a star. Yeah, I, I saw this, this thing. It's an it factor, and I believe that I... So instead of just going by my own instincts, I sent you to... Grant Shod. Grant Shod is one of them. That's I sent you to four different people, if you remember. A Grant Shaw is a big actor. He's on Murphy Brown. Yeah. He plays Miles, you know, the guy with the glasses. Murphy, did you ever watch the show? <laughs> yeah. You better have. I watched the new season, too. Oh, good. He's Uncle Grant to you I now. Know. Yeah. I know, yeah. I so, just got lunch with him. I know. I heard, by the way, yeah. never called me. He's, he's, he's my son's. He wanted it to be a secret that he was in L.A. And, and, <laughs> but how does, he, how does he reveal the secret to you and not me? Because he likes me more. I know. How does that happen? He's my son's godfather, for God's sakes. And he contacts you? See, I'm jealous no, again was, of a Gordon. It was a weird, like, psychic thing. I, I texted him, and he was like, oh, oh I'm in LA. Okay, he's forgiven. Yeah. If he looked you up as soon as he got out here, hey, I'm no. off the plane now, I would have been pissed. See Sam Gordon. Oh, no, good. I texted him and was just like, how are you? And he was like, I'm in LA. Wow. I sent So I sent you to him, and I said, mm-hmm. Grant... See if you see what I see. Gets back to me, says, yes, I do. She's definitely has the goods. Okay. Here's a, here's a big time actor, many, many years. So that's the first one. Who else did I send you to? Sherry Shaw. Sherry Shaw, one of the biggest acting teachers out here. My old friend, also from a long time ago. She came hey, back. Each other for she, so she came back and said the same thing. Who yeah, else? She's really, Sherry has like really taken me under her her wing and exactly. got me my first representation out here. And We'll get yeah. to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So now, and next was uh, Christine Shevchenko. Oh, yeah. yeah. What do you mean, oh, yeah? This should be, a, <laughs> I should be, you should be reciting these things. Again, I was checking to see if my instincts were correct. And the last one was Jeff Franklin, who's mm-hmm. a huge showrunner. Full House, he's the one who created it, and hanging with Mr. Cooper and a number of things. All four, yes. That's the information I brought back when I met with your parents and said, listen, I've checked this out. Because they're going, they don't know anything about show business. He's making apps in, in, <laughs> in Newton, Massachusetts, for God's <laughs> sakes. So they, they're coming to Craig, and his old friend is saying, and I recommended you leave NYU. It was a weird conversation when you think about it. I mean, I mean, what you, what you think about? I'm going to your parents and basically saying, your daughter should, should leave, leave one of the top elite schools that you've already spent what two semesters, right? Two years. Two years. So four semesters. So they had already invested in that, and I said, <laughs> ah, let's abandon it. Tell her to move to Los Angeles. <laughs> the hell with that college crap, and they did it. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. 
crazy. That's quite a story. I mean, when you think about it, how much coaching did you have to do to them and how convinced were you at the time to make that decision? Um, I knew that I needed to make a change in my life because I was very, I, I, I knew that NYU wasn't where I was supposed to be. You know, when you just like feel like you're not mm. meant to be there. Yeah. And so I knew I wasn't supposed to be there. So, and my parents knew so that. You, cause I, you already were feeling that and you yeah. were expressing this to them. Yeah. See, no one told me this. I've been feeling guilt ever since. Now I have none. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, I knew that it, that it wasn't where I was meant to be. And my parents were so weirdly um, okay with me leaving. They were? they were just totally like. Yeah. So the conversation led to our conversation. You happened to be out here because you were cast as the lead in Hairspray in Laguna, one of very one of the top summer theaters. Yeah. And you got injured. Yeah. Which was destiny. Yeah, it was devastating at the time. It was like the worst thing that could have ever happened to me. Right. But it was some sort of weird. I'm 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 not like a religious person, but I guess I'm spiritual and I really felt like it was some sort of like greater power that exactly. came in yeah. and broke my hip. Right. Well, that, that's exactly right. I totally agree with you. I'm yeah. in alignment with that. And it is a spiritual thing. It's a, There's something else in charge out there of destiny and fate. Mm -hmm. And yours was you were not meant to have the lead in that part. You, know, you, re you rehearsed like for like a couple days you were out here yeah. in Southern California parents came to visit you and suddenly you break your hip yeah well that led to us being able to have the conversation because they wouldn't have been out here you wouldn't have been out here yeah to have the conversation for you to make this big move of moving to los angeles which is a major thing for anybody to do especially mm -hmm. coming from back east it's so different here yeah it's a whole different world yeah and i've actually suggested other people do it and it didn't work out so well Okay. So I'm so glad it is with you. <laughs> I said this before we, we came on the podcast. It's a lot of people come out here with dreams. And it's managing those dreams that's important. And it's also committing to the dream that's also important. So that means mm -hmm. keep putting two feet here, you know, change your damn license plate, your area code, whatever it is. You're here now. Mm. And people smell it if you're not. Yeah. That was one of the pieces of, of, of advice I wanted to give you is casting directors, producers, whoever you're meeting, if they smell that you have any bit of you that isn't fully committed to this business and fully committed to being here, they smell it and they'll go with the next person who does yeah. have that commitment. Yeah. yeah. And I think when I first moved here, I was like, well, you know, maybe I'll go back to NYU one day. Now mm. I'm just like, I'm here. Well, that's good. So that's the first step. Yeah. Now, so you're out here. You've been here a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And I have to tell you this. The one thing you do do what? with the commitment is you are really committed. Thanks. Enough with the Instagram, though. I'm tired of seeing your ass. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I just, you're embarrassing me. Well, you know what's going to be really funny is the next time you post one, you're going to go, oh, my God, Uncle Craig's going to be looking at my ass. So. I'm only saying this to say, I, 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 I very nice ass. I don't want to see it anymore. <laughs> I'm not. Oh my god, I'm utilizing my social media as a tool to advance my career. Good. Okay. And by the way, it will if someone is not your uncle. I'm the only person who shouldn't be seeing it, but it comes across my feed all the time, and you have a different outfit every day. 
It's unbelievable what I have seen. I have to say, though, the one Instagram photo that really got me that says your character. I'm sure you know what this is. I... All of a sudden, it comes across my screen. Actually, uh, Johnny LaQuasto yes. introduced you to someone who wanted a date for the senior prom, and it's someone who would not have been able to have a date yeah. normally, let alone what it looks like you. <laughs> so uh, he's in a wheelchair. He's had over 100 surgeries in his life. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, amazing. Yeah. And I have to say, you are amazing. You went to the prom with him. You bought a beautiful red dress. I still remember that. Posed with him. You made that kid's day. It was so much fun. Yeah. And, well, it was fun, but it was also fun for him. It's way out of his realm of thinking or believing and experiencing. And you gave that to him. Mm -hmm. And I have to tell you, at your age, you're 22 now, 23? 21. 21? Yeah. Oh, geez. It's even worse I'm looking at your ass. (laughs) (laughs) You should see her face. She's so embarrassed. And I love it. I love embarrassing people. I'm awful. Anyway, you 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 know, that's a life changer for him. Now I have the visual of your dad on a stage doing magic tricks, pulling a ball out of a out of a glove. And this kid's got that visual of, wow, look at my prom date. And you were so sweet to him and so honest and genuine. And I thought that was amazing. That goes further than you get new eight by tens yeah that's my second suggestion uncle craig is going to give you is if you're of service it always comes back it's a karmic equation i found that yeah i found that the people that are giving end up being the most successful like my friend true she will help anyone and she's been booking like crazy recently like she's just went to hawaii to do an episode of what I forget Hawaii Five O or something, mm-hmm. and she like she's just been booking, 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 and it's because she's giving and she's of service to people. Yeah, and she'll drop everything to help someone. That's awesome. Well, she wouldn't drop her Hawaii Five O gig. No, <laughs> no, yeah. Oh, and you cut, still put cut. Your Somebody's calling me. <laughs> yeah, there there is a limit to it, but yeah, I mean, there's something about it. It takes you out of your head, and mm-hmm. and ego takes a you know takes a toll on all of us. And especially in this business of ego, yeah. and you have to balance the ego with with the, um, you know, with what with your goals, and you know what I mean. It's like, yeah. okay, I ha- you there are some things you must do, like you do have to take care of your you know, eight by tens and your mm-hmm. studies, your classes, and things like that. When you're acting, you have to do these things. Right. But it's like finding that time to do the other, to be of service, and to. You not know, commit to person. others. <laughs> yeah, not just basically. It's like getting out of yourself. Yeah, it's getting out of yourself and into others, and that taking you out of yourself means, well, that's there's less fears now. It's less focus on the fears. Less, all of that. It takes you into a different space because yeah. now you're just in the space of helping someone else. Yeah. You know, The Wizard of Oz when she. You ever watch that movie? Uh, of course, it's my favorite movie. Me too. Really? Oh, huge, huge. I'll tell you one part of the movie. You know. I break that movie down into an entire story of all of our lives, Mm. all the symbolism. And it's, that's why it's such an everlasting movie. But one of them is she's of service to her friend. She just does something natural to her. There's no intent behind it. There's no ego behind it. There's no agenda. Mm. He's on fire. 
And she takes this water and quite naturally throws it on him. Mm-hmm. And what happens is she releases everybody by doing it. And they all hail Dorothy after yeah. that. You killed her. Remember, remember how frightened you were when you heard it? Oh, my God. Yes. Killed Dorothy. All hail Dorothy. Well, hail her. I thought they were going to you know, kill her. <laughs> and, but they, those Winkies were released from their fears of this illusion. And it was an illusion. She melted away with water. That's yeah. all it took. So, but she melted away with the service of love for your friend. And that's what helps get us out of our own way and into natural flow. Mm. She was in the flow. She was in the divine. She was in the light. And that's all she responded to. What, it, what are you describing flow as? Flow is divine. It's the flow of a magnetic energy. It's the source. It's the, it, people call it higher power, God, if you will, light. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, it's this this beam, this essence that's our true self yeah, that exists in all of us. Yeah. It wants to shine, but that's the other thing about the, the, the ruby slippers. I don't want to give away all my tips here on The Wizard of Oz, but that's the shine that people try to take away. They try to do that all through your life. People, jealous people, fearful people, uh, myopic people, they mm-hmm. all want to take away your shine because they are afraid of that shine themselves, hmm. afraid to be seen, afraid to have the reflection seen. So they just accept less. Like those people, when you get when she gets to the Emerald City, mm-hmm. those are people who just accepted their lot in life. Whoa, I never knew. Yeah, wow, this is Want crazy. me to go through the whole thing? <laughs> oh, do a breakdown of the Wizard of Oz? Okay, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try this with you. Okay. Within the interview, okay? Mm-hmm. This will be interesting. Let's give this a shot. Okay. So it is your favorite movie as well. Yes. First of all, let's take you back to you watching it. Who'd you watch with? My whole family. So my sister played Dorothy when she was in fifth grade. No. So we watched that movie so many times in preparation for her big debut. On a VCR? VCR. Okay. So your whole family's gathered around. Mom and dad too? Yeah. Everyone. I think it's my dad. Oh, my dad's favorite movie is The Sound of Music. Whoa, really? Oh, Mr. Mathematician with the sound of music. Yeah. I had no idea. I'm going to tease him on that one. He's a big musical uh, guy. Wow. He yeah. and I have that in common. All right, so you're all watching together. So let's start with that. What's the feeling that you have when you're watching with your family that particular movie? Um, Warmth mm-hmm. and magic. I think um, mm-hmm. The Wizard of Oz is a very magical movie. So you're now bonding with your family as you never do any other time. Except mm-hmm. for watching that movie. Yeah. That's what it does. So now you're in the flow. That's what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. You're in a natural flow that's happening from the movie to you, to whoever wrote the movie, did the movie, to you, your family, the connected. Everyone's connected now. Yeah. So let's just start with that. That's the flow. That's the connection. That's the alignment with self. Yeah. So now you're watching. And what are you feeling when Dorothy is singing somewhere over the rainbow? What's your thought? Um, she's just, she's hopeful, um, she's glamorous, she's beautiful. I was just so... That's what you picked up. I was just so obsessed with Judy Garland. Like, I love watching her sing Somewhere Over the Rainbow because that's what I wanted to do. Oh. So seeing her sing Somewhere Over the Rainbow was like, 
oh, like I'm going to take this. Okay, I'm going to take it away from your Hollywood perspective okay. and your beauty perspective and say it's the exact opposite. She's actually unhappy. She's living yeah. in a black and white world. It's dusty. It's dim. She has no friends. She doesn't even have her parents. Yeah. And she's dreaming of a land far, far away. It's a fantasy land, and that's her dream. She wants yeah. to get out of here. She doesn't know how to get out of there. But that's the first step. Dang. So now, so just think <laughs> that you're Dorothy. The movie for me. <laughs> no, no, this is going to make the movie have more significance. You're going to rush back okay. to watch the movie. I just want you to, to put yourself in her space so you are now her. Mm -hmm. You're dreaming of this land far away. Now, you didn't grow up like that, obviously, but there's some empathic response you would have of the dream of yeah. the I want something else besides what's around me. Mm -hmm. Your sisters could be, you know, the, the farm workers that are there. You know, I'll make a dime bag out of you. <laughs> and so she's hanging out with a bunch of dudes, by the way. Yeah. A little 13-year-old girl or whatever she was, 12 she by the way did you know that they had to um they had to press her breasts down because she kept oh, developing really? during the filming yeah there's a lot of little things that happen with the film as well but the way it was written so she's with them and she's with Annie M and her uncle right mm -hmm. so then she is told not to the movie is a lot about power mm. power and fear so it's miss gulch remember miss gulch yes yeah, how'd you feel about miss gulch but how'd you feel about miss gulch herself she was scary. Scary, right? Yeah, she was scary and mean. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember? So you're Dorothy now. Do you remember how you felt about her? Like, um, so you she was scared of her and she mm -hmm. was intimidating, right? Mm -hmm. And do you realize that she owned all of the land? No. Yeah, she owned the land. Mm. So people had to respond to her in that way, with an obedient way, and she used that power against people. Dorothy challenged that and went into the bushes and she went into places that she wasn't supposed to go into. Do you remember? Mm. Yeah, she like ran into that the guy with the crystal ball and like, not, yet. not yet. Not yet. Oh, we're not there yet. No, we're not there yet. Okay, okay. okay. So now that's you and you're going I'm sure you've done little naughty things in your life. I'm a pretty good kid. I know you are. I know. It makes me sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have that little uh yeah. You don't have that little nasty I, I have no need to rebel. Yeah, you don't. That's no. interesting. I've always been on the very straight and narrow path. How about your sisters? Are they as well? No, none of us ever were rebellious. We're so all they're, very you're all similar in that way? Yeah. You think that's parenting or destiny? Um, Both. Um, I think our parents didn't have such a strict household that we felt like we had all these rules that we had to break. You know, we mm -hmm. didn't have many rules. We just had trust. Which was interesting. Okay, that no is. No curfew times, no, like, big punishments. This is wonderful, though. You had a sense of self, unlike Dorothy, mm -hmm. that most people at that age don't have. Yeah. They empowered you instead of you handing the power over to Miss Gulch. Mm. Yeah. And so Miss Gulch is the rule maker. And then she says, hey, you know what, you're, you know what Dorothy did? And I don't really remember this, but Annie M says, if I w wasn't a Christian woman, I would. Remember how oh, she's angry, but she's because yeah. she has these rules that she has to follow. Yeah. And this woman owns her land, so she can't even she speak up to up her. Yeah. So then Dorothy's so frustrated, she has no one to protect her, which, again, you don't have. You have protection, you have support. So she goes off. Mm -hmm. She runs away. 
And then she finds the guy with the, the crystal ball is a charlatan, mm-hmm. which so many people do, by the way. We empower charlatans. Goes on in politics quite often where you think that they have your answers because they're con artists. Yeah. They know how to work you. This guy was a con artist, and he's, you know, he looked and he's, oh, they want you home. And then her whole life goes yeah. into a tailspin. And then she ends up in, in Munchkin land yeah. with these annoying <laughs> little creatures. And it's all such a surprise to her. Now it turns into fantasy land. It's color. But it looks like she killed the witch. I'll go really fast on this one. <laughs> Scarecrow, Tim, Man, and Lion. Do you know what they all represent? Courage. Bra- wait. Courage, smarts, and... Mind, body, and spirit. And that's what we all are. Oh, that's what they represent. Body, yeah. Yeah, think about it. So if you have those three, three things in union, if you, have your, if you work on your mind, you work on your body, which I know you do, mm-hmm. you work out a lot, mm-hmm. you work on your mind because you read a lot, and you work on your spirit a lot through meditation through being of service. And if you can have all those things in union, you've got the world where you need it. Yeah. Then she then they go to together, they go and they they have a little they have a little slip. They go through an opium field. Yeah. <laughs> and they pass out. And then the light comes back. They borrow a little bit of light. She comes back, you know, the good witch, Glinda says, wakes them up. Says, "Nope, I'm not going to be with you all the time. You have to you have to go be of service." You got it. So then they say, be of service, bring us back the broomstick of the Wicked Witch of the of the West. Yeah. And how powerful that is to face your fears like that. And then here's a key in the sky writing. It says, surrender Dorothy. So you have all these ideas on what your life should be, on what you, sh- what you want. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I should have this audition. I should have this agent. I should have this. Where the real key is surrendering those old ideas. Yeah, that's where I struggle because I feel like I try to force everything to happen because I want it so badly and I know that I can get there. So I just try to like make it all happen myself. And I like, yeah, I have no, I have no faith in, in right now. I have no faith in like other people do helping me or like the universe helping me i feel like i have to do everything myself yeah there you go and that's why i'm going insane (laughs) this is perfect so now where you weren't with dorothy in the beginning because you couldn't relate to the childhood but where you are now now you can relate to this part of her journey is the surrender Mm -hmm. the fears the who's with me on this the i want this remember what she wanted you know she wanted to go home everybody wanted Mm -hmm. something Mm-hmm. But they couldn't get it, could they? No. They had to go through the process. Yeah. The process is journey. The process is surrendering. The process is togetherness. The process is being of service to others. The process is connected friendships. And all that is learned all along the way by accident. Mm. Just because at the bottom of all of it is love. So they 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 go into, you know, she gets captured and they, they come up with a plan. They use their brains. Yeah. Then they use their bodies and they, you know, they beat up the Winkies and they get in there. <laughs> and then they have to have their courage. That's their divine spirit. Mm. And that's what comes through in the end. So at the end, when they get to the wizard and it turns out he's a, you know, this clown behind a curtain. Yeah. It's fooled everyone, which goes on again in politics. Yeah. People just buy it. We have a, a cult-like mentality where people say they want someone else to do the work for them. They deify people when... The message of the movie is you have the answers all along. Mm. 
You've been running from it all along. You've been running in all these different directions where people tell you this, tell you, people tell you that, but you truly do have the answers. You don't need a badge of courage to, or a diploma or anything like that. You don't need these representations to say who you are already. And that's what the good witch, the light comes down and says that to her. And then he leans in, he says, I should have thought of that for her. No, she had to experience it first. Yeah. So I don't know if you can relate to any of what I just said. Yeah. It's That's breaking it down to the lesson for you can be, okay, what can I do to surrender some of these old ideas? What can I do to let go of some of these goals that I have to have right now? What would those goals even mean to me? So if you can let go of those, which is not an easy process, but if that <laughs> becomes the goal mm -hmm. is to let go, watch what happens. Yeah. She ends up home. She ends up happy. She ends up loved. And that's yeah. what it's all about. I feel like I'm not even enjoying life right now because I'm so hyper focused and anxious and mm -hmm. about my future and worrying and stressing and I'm not even I can't I feel like I can't even enjoy my day-to-day -day life because I'm so just like uptight and stressed and anxious and fear so I'm glad you're here yeah so the Wizard of Oz hopefully you can start to you'll obviously watch this as soon as you get home <laughs> but you can understand that you know, fear is false evidence appearing real. You're just building that, that. You know, the Wicked Witch was just false. It turns out she wasn't that powerful. She right. melted away with water. Yeah. But she had all these people captured because they deified the wizard. They deified her. And that's what we do. But we need to deify ourselves. Yeah. On who you are. So let's break that down. Okay. What do you truly, truly, truly want? And I don't mean something on the outside. That's the whole key to the movie. What do you truly want in your life? Um, I want happiness. Okay. Love. I mean, those are the most important things, but I, I also want to success and to be a working actor. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to give an outside uh, one. Was that an outside one? Of course it is. To That's an outside result. Think about that. Yeah, but but uh, but you're putting the expectations on what that looks like. For instance, you say to do what I love. I believe I'm going to challenge you on that. I believe that's not a cr a true answer because if you're just mm -hmm. doing what you would love, you'd be okay with just going to acting class, or you and I could pull out a script right now and do some great acting together. That'd be fun. Yeah, be fun. Yeah, you'd be doing what you love. But you wouldn't be getting paid for it, and you would take it you right out of your of your goals and your expectations. You go, mm -hmm. but wait a minute. I have to have that. Yeah. I have to have that. That's going to be. So what would that do? Let's say you had a part in a movie tomorrow or a regular on. Let's go regular on a sitcom. I know you wanted to yeah. get called in on the on a sitcom you thought was right for you. Mm -hmm. What do you think with your ultimate goals of happy and love? Mm -hmm. What do you think that would do for you? I mean, it would just let me relax because it, it would be like, okay, I did it. You mm -hmm. know, I don't have to stress about will it ever happen. You know? Well, and I will also, tell you, yeah. as a person who's been there, that will never be You'll achieved. Never feel like no. I did it. Yeah. No, because that's, that's the whole thing about the surrender with the Dorothy. It's being in the presence. It's being in the present and in the presence. So if you're not, and you're always thinking, oh, I have to have the next thing. Yeah. You know, the the best thing that ever happened to me was winning an award that I had to have. 
because it was the loneliest night of my life. I remember you told me that. And because of that, basically that turned into adversity for me. That's when the true growth happens. So if you're having these adversities right now of not getting what you want, that's a big one. Mm-hmm. Not your your agent just left, right? Yeah. How did you know? Oh, I told you. <laughs> oh, so I guess you already kind of know my crisis. That's the crisis. <laughs> well, it, it's a lot. It's. Do you want me to get into it? Okay. Do you yes. Want to finish your thing. Well, I, I yes. Yeah, so let's get into that, and we'll continue to come back to the Wizard of the Wizard of Oz and your Dorothy. And try to come up with, you see where I'm going with this is, it's like getting out of the expectations. Yeah. Getting out of these, I think a lot of people coach, you know, whoever you go to, they coach goals and you paste them on your mirror and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) That laugh was, yes, I do that. (laughs) I have a vision board. I do it, yeah. Listen, vision boards are great. As long as the vision board has a what you use the word spiritual connection to it i feel like i've lost all spiritual con- i feel like i'm like i'm just in such a dark place right now. well uh, then you're then you're in the right place yeah i don't mean literally like right here with me but then you're in the best place you could possibly be in i know it's hard place? yeah it's the best place because otherwise yeah, think about it. You you said yourself that you didn't have a lot of adversity. You had a lot of support. Mm. So this might be the time where you do have adversity. You do have adversity and less mm-hmm. support because your family's not here. You can't rely on them. Mm. Dorothy couldn't rely on her, you know, friends from back home. Yeah. she was all, all by herself with strangers telling her what to do. <laughs> Same. She was in California, like you. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Hollywood. Hollywood. It's the but, munchkins. Okay, here's my. I came up with a really good analogy for how I feel. Mm-hmm. I feel this is how it feels to be an unknown actress in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm behind a glass wall, and behind the glass wall is the industry, and it's all the. I can see the industry, and I can see everything that's happening behind this glass wall. But and I'm banging and screaming on the glass wall and waving and flailing my arms and I'm like I'm right here I'm right here and no one can hear me mm-hmm. and then I feel like I'm trying to break the glass wall so I like run into it and make a tiny little crack but in the process get a concussion mm-hmm. and then yeah. I back up again run into the glass wall make another tiny little crack but then I bruise my arm so like every time I make a little crack I like hurt <laughs> these are great metaphors thank you i You're thought it was drawing. really smart i came up with it um when i was in traffic and i was like wow I'm a it's genius. a great one however what's at the, the other side of this of the what's the answer to this i think i know what it is so you, now you're still in this metaphor you're still there you're yeah. still concussed I'm very you're concussed. Still, you're, still, <laughs> you're still yelling here. Look at me. Hey, yeah. what's going on over here, right? Yeah. Where so I should just give up? My suggestion is just simply walk around the glass. But how? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. It's, it's, it's because you have an idea of this is the only way to get through this glass. That's the metaphor. Mm. Is The only way to, is to get a job. The only way is to get an agent. The only way is to get this attention, which you're yeah. yelling for through the glass. Yeah. Whereas if you, uh, that so that's all you're seeing. So that's a narrow perspective, right? Mm-hmm. If you widen your perspective and you back up and look at the entire landscape, you go, oh, there's an end to that glass. It's 
-hmm. right over there to the left. <laughs> it's got to take some steps and go over there. In the meantime, while you're going over there, you're losing that hyper focus and that, you know, that need to have and those expectations. You're losing it because you're just going for a walk, mm. a natural walk around the glass. And then you're over there and look at what you're going to find. Yeah. And you'll find people go, oh, hey, who are you? <laughs> hey, hi. And you get to naturally be you. And that's who they see. That's who they hire. Yeah. And that's where your destiny is. Yeah. Do you get that part of the metaphor? I do. That's the surrender is you're surrendering the old ideas of how to get through the glass wall. Yeah. Which are concussing you and pissing you off and, you know, making it into a crisis when it really isn't. When you step back, oh, wait a minute, that's not a crisis. That whole world's still going on. They don't even know about me. That's yeah. the one thing about what you have to know in Hollywood is no one cares about you. <laughs> I know. I feel so invisible. <laughs> yeah. And that's the metaphor, too. Yeah. And guess what? They don't. They don't. Our relationship is you're going to find I'm one of the few people that does care about you. Yeah. I'm not just saying that because it's me. I'm saying that, you know, I asked your on based on instinct and spirit. I said, your parents, she should move out here. Mm -hmm. And that came from before I even knew you that well. Yeah. That was just an instinct. And I went with it. No agenda. You see how things work is I had no agenda. Nothing comes out yeah. of it. I'm going, I'm, <laughs> you get nothing out of it. <laughs> if anything, I could be punished for it because they could be really angry with me. I took a risk, hmm. you know, helping a friend whose daughter looks like this is where she needs to be. So surrendering these old ideas, letting go of the goals and making them more pure and organic of day to day goals Hmm. Putting one foot in front of the other, finding out where you can offer kindness to someone, getting out of yourself, out of your head. All of those metaphors we get from the Wizard of Oz, they all apply to you. Yeah. Whoa. And you will find this great love. And that's what you'll bring to everywhere you go. Hmm. So it wasn't meant to be that you're hired on any of these things because you weren't ready. You have to remember what you're bringing to them. Mm. You know, I hire people as actors. And to be on the other side and watch, if you see someone as confident and wants to be of service to a project as opposed to someone walks in and looks hungry and mm. desperate, who are you going to hire? person of service. Yeah, the person who just wants to be there for the whole and not the part, not the ego. And this goes for everybody in life, yeah. by the way. This goes for every job you could possibly have. If somebody's hiring you, they want to know that you're in for the team and not for you. Mm. And so many desperate actors out there, I want nothing to do with them. <laughs> yeah, and I've met those people in and, L.A. who just are so, they come off so desperate, and I don't want to be like that. And I'm finding that my energy is starting to become that, and it's really ugly. Interesting. I'm going to share a story with you that you're involved with. I am? Yeah. Very rare that I go to showcases of actors. Mm -hmm. You know, I live, <laughs> I'm just trying to be with my family as much as I can. And, you know, it's a whole night out. It's a thing. And so I wandered back into it to see you, to support mm -hmm. my niece. It's a, that's, by the way, she's not literally my niece, folks. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, I, I went there. And then I hung out afterwards. Mm -hmm. I even went to the 
Like everybody, hey, let's go out. Yeah, I went to the, the fat dog. It reminded me of my past in a good way and not a good way. Hmm. In a good way, love to be around <clears throat> people who are creative. That energy is something that's really unique. And I can see that being your dream and makes you happy. Absolutely, right? Mm -hmm. By the way, you weren't paid that night, mm. but it made you happy. Yeah, it was really fun. Yep. That's the good part. Mm. The bad part is literally I can tell you the, what they look like. About three or four desperate faces were a part of that. Came through in their performances, came through with afterwards, looking at me like, who are you? What can you do for me? And I am telling you, assuredly, people smell it. Yeah. People you've never met smell it. Yeah. And if you offer your the self that is letting go, trust me, tomorrow something will happen. A miracle will happen. Mm. That's how it works. But I know you... Or most anyone, what do I do? I need to do something right now. Mm. You know, almost need orders. Mm. Like, what do I do? I would say it's what you don't do. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying by that? <clears throat> like, you've already done the do's. You've had more 8 by 10s done than anyone I've ever met. <laughs> that my agents keep making me get new ones. Oh, come on. Because they don't know any better. Know. They're not going to go tell you to go meditate more. <laughs> They're not going to tell you to go be of service. This is what yeah. agents do. This yeah. is all they know. They know that the outside stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, what difference does that make? You magnetically, you're going to draw in. You drew in, for instance, I can make decisions on, you know, movies that are coming up. We have some things on the slate. You'd be at the first of my list. You know, if, if I knew that if I was getting you, Mm -hmm. and your whole self, and I know how dedicated you are. I know we put you in a movie that is, hopefully it'll shoot sometime. <laughs> You're studying accents, and I'm going, that's who I want to work for me. Yeah. Oh, I met with a dialogue coach. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's how insane you are. I know. I'm crazy. But that's great crazy. We yeah. would love to hear that. Yeah. It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the letting go is going to be your big key. Yeah. Um, You know, there's, there's a fine line with actors, too, is like the – you know, things you need to do that are in front of you, the follow-ups, mm -hmm. you know, the, the emails, the postcards, whatever it is. It used to be postcards when I was growing up. You don't do that anymore. Um, sometimes, <laughs> but they're trying to, like, go green, so I usually just do emails. Right, yeah, yeah. right, right. We used to have postcards with our freaking picture on it. You think? <laughs> but it smells. It reeks. Yeah, and I don't want to I be know, like, I know. I just want – you know what I want? I just want to be – a happy person and I just want to worry about acting and I don't want to have to worry about like the business side of it like I, I just want to like focus on characters and acting but and you can still do that but just but you're not getting paid to do it yeah. your whole thing is I want to do that and that will make me happy but you still are putting the expectation on but it has to be this type of job and I've got to make money doing it and it's got to be things let go of those things. Keep doing what you're doing because people will notice. Yeah. The universe notices. The universe, you cannot hide from the universe. Yeah. You can't pretend. It knows. It knows when you're ready to. It knows when to gift you with something. It knows. Hmm. So maybe you can pause, meditate, pray, 
go for a walk with yourself, walking meditation, whatever it is. See about that connection of, of your alignment yeah. and how if your alignment's off like a car. And check that out. What do you think about that? By the way, your energy is different right now. I feel Am so I, different from when we started. Like, I feel, I mean, you're, isn't that interesting? you're so, I just need to. I have a little just, tear in my eye. I'm going to get, I'm like getting emotional. I've cried so many times. <sighs> That's awesome. Um, I feel like I just, I've been so like anxious and fearful and like not, my, I haven't felt like myself at all. And I think I just need to like let go of everything and just get back to like being happy. Mm-hmm. And you're so right. I just need to like surrender. You just, gave, you just <laughs> gave people listening. You gave me a gift, and that's why I'm yeah. I'm choked up as well. Do you know what it's about? The choke up. What? It's that we had a connection. You can't. You know. Yeah. You can't manufacture it. You didn't come in here for it. No. You let go. You just said, I'm going to come in here, listen to Asperger's talk his <laughs> ass off. <laughs> and exactly what just took place is you just walked around the glass wall. Yeah. Simply and easily. You just allowed yourself to be you. And that's what you're connected to right now. You let go of, you know... You had an expectation when you walked in here even. You know, I got to tell you yeah. about this crisis. I got to tell you now. And you texted like, me. And yeah, let, like, let, and you, know, you can fix it. But so Yeah, like, yeah. But you see how you fixed it yourself, like Dorothy did. Yeah. I'm just the scarecrow. I couldn't have thought of that for her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm the supportive lion, yeah. you know, that's going to be, you know, courageous and go in there with you and and the heart and, and, and encourage you to connect with your heart, which you just did. And you did that with no agenda and you believe it or not I will guarantee you that if we have more than five listeners I have no idea I haven't even checked my algorithms yet. Yeah, <laughs> right. how many people listen to this? I have no idea I <laughs> me cry it's so embarrassing no it's not <laughs> I'm uh, trying to affirm what that does for people I can guarantee and I please someone write in and let Samantha know <laughs> that you she moved you or this was moving to you or you you were hit by it you can't deny things like that. If people are open yeah. enough, you know, you got the sar- sarcasm people. They probably didn't make it past the first five minutes anyway. <laughs> Who's Samantha Gordon? I don't care about this niece. But for the people that need to hear the message, that's what this, even this podcast, this is what my intention was. Yeah. I was going to approach it the way I've approached almost everything. And this is where I hope some wisdom is shared with you. I approached all of the past with the, I had a podcast studio when podcasting just started and we had cameras and we had Mm -hmm. Samuel L. Jackson and Katie Seagal and these guests and all this kind of stuff. And I had to have numbers. What are my numbers? I don't even know if three people are listening to this. Yeah, you haven't checked? I have not checked once. I haven't checked on promotion. I just turned it over. My Sam, another Sam, (laughs) is doing it. And um, Ricky and... She's involved and Cody was doing it. I don't know and I don't care because I'm letting go. If it connects with one person, which it did for you today, yeah. you just happen to be here, <laughs> then that's the new goal. So if you can kind of shift the goals 
into some more purposeful missions and the purpose being love. Mm -hmm. You had that second, by the way. I'm hoping that goes to first. When I asked you what you wanted, you said happiness and love. Yeah. In that order. Love, if that is our clear goal, to first love ourselves enough that we can love others, Everything spills over from that. That's the confident person that goes into the room. That's the person that they want to have on their team. That's the energy that they want to bring onto a set. That's exactly, and then you'll end up with those goals anyway. Then you're of service to the other actors. Mm. You know, before I go on stage now for the last few years, I used to have anxiety attacks. I don't know if you ever had that. This year, yeah. <laughs> yeah, see? Panic attacks. Uh-huh. Because you're not getting what you want mm-hmm. or what you think you want. Yeah. Oh, they were horrible. They were severe. I was paralyzed. Oh, horrible. Really? On stage in front of people. Really? Thousands of people paying to see me. I'm going, I'm having a freaking panic attack. Wow. The only thing that's ever helped that is to center, and I'll literally say backstage, just be of service to the people that are here. Yeah. They might need a laugh right now. They might need to smile. They might need to forget what they're going through. Maybe people listening to this right now, that's just what they needed. It could be. Mm. Trying to take the ego out of it. You know, my Facebook battles, they're always going, you know, (laughs) you arrogant, you know, you know it all and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, they're not meant to hear it. Mm. They're not meant to hear that message because the message is clear that I, my intent is I'm on the other side of a lot of these things. Mm-hmm. including needing to have the awards, mm-hmm. needing to be at the Oscars. I don't even watch the Oscars anymore. It's a bunch of crap. Yeah, It's just in that moment who happens to be popular, it's like no different than high school. Yeah. You know, and it's it's just who's judging who. It's not my, not my job. Yeah. I might watch for a little entertainment value, but depends who the host is. But other than that, the pageantry, it's all BS. They're all thanking people that they don't even know. They're thanking people because of their agenda because they want a job next year. Hmm. That's why they're thanking them. Yeah. They have a list of people that they thank. It's the most boring thing because we don't know who these people are. Why do you think they're doing it? Do you think it's genuine? Do you think it's spiritual? No, they're doing it because that person's watching. They're going, if I thank the agent... If I thank the producer, the producer will hire me on his next film. That's what they're thinking. Yeah. That's, yeah. Like the number of people that would thank Harvey Weinstein, <laughs> looking back on it, like so many people <laughs> would thank him. They did, and I'll bet a lot of them knew. Everyone. I've, I've known what a creep he was from the moment I met him. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't be thanking him unless I was back in that agenda that I needed him. Hmm. Actually, I did I did it as a joke as um. When I was up for this award, this community of the years on ABC and blah, blah, blah. And I really did want it. I <laughs> thought this was it. This is my career. Hmm. And I had all of these people actually saying the words to me. Are you going to thank me? And I mean, the list was like 50 people all thought that they should be thanked. Yeah. And it was like, oh, it was overwhelming. I'm going, I, I, I don't even have this much time. There's the manager, the ex-manager, the agent, the commercial agent. There's the, the lawyer. There's the, right? Yeah. The business manager. The, it's a long list of people in show business that you need. And by the way, the bigger you get, the more people you need, supposedly. 
<laughs> so you know what I did? I said, hey, a lot of people, I won the award. I'm up on national television. I said, yeah, a lot of people are telling me to thank them, you know, for helping me, helping me with my career. I said, I'd like to thank the people I'd like to help me with my career. <laughs> so I said, I'd like to thank um, Stevie Spielberg, <laughs> Marty Scorsese. <laughs> so that was up. That was that was my um, That's funny. that was my humor, uh, but also truth is that's the position I was in is like who do you think? Yeah. So it was also calling out us actors is we have an agenda. So hey, mm-hmm. Stevie Spielberg, you watching me now? Now you know who I am. Call me. So <laughs> I guess you're getting now. It's not the answer that you walked in here for. That's for damn sure. I can no. assure you of that. I'm sure you want an Uncle Craig. Hey, I'm up for this part. I want you to call. Or I want Uncle <laughs> Craig get me an agent and all that. And I've done that, and I will assure you of this because I do know you, and I would want you on my team. I'm doing a lot of movies coming up. You'll be in every one of them if there's a part. <laughs> Thanks. With no one else auditioning. And the only reason for that is because you're you. I got to know you. The other people that you're you're sweating and trying to get seen by, they don't know you. Yeah. So there needs to be a few more of me out there, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's what I would encourage you to do is just let people see you. Mm-hmm. When I used to introduce you to those four people, that was the idea. I wanted them to see if they saw what I saw. Yeah. That's the it factor. That's the one that they're going, ah, a lot of great actors out there. There's a lot better looking than you. Yeah. There's a lot more. There's a lot taller than you. There's shorter than you. There's fatter than you. It depends what they're looking for. And if you don't fit, you don't fit. Mm-hmm. You can't force it to fit. Yeah. But bring that natural energy and the results will be beautiful and meant to be. I'm not going to manipulate the results. That'll be it. Yeah. It's the most I I've ever it, talked on a podcast. This no, terrible. this was great. Like out of all of the times that you've swooped in to help me, this is probably been the most helpful. Oh, really? Yeah, because oh, I I like needed this. This is like a therapy session. You should be a therapist. Well, that I am actually. I don't. You didn't know that. Like a licensed therapist. Yeah, I see. I see clients now and then. I don't tell anybody, oh. but um, I love it because uh, you know that makes me feel good. Yeah. It makes me feel a lot better than getting applause apart. I have to tell you a moment today when I saw you and I said, oh, you look different right now, aren't you? That was the self of me that feels the most love and happiness. Mm. When I just in that moment went, I'm going to acknowledge what I'm seeing. And (laughs) sure enough, you fed right back and let the guard down and said, yes, you're exactly right. So, yeah, I do see clients. I really enjoy it, but I don't, again, I don't put it out there. Mm. I don't advertise it. If it's meant to be that someone comes to me, I'm not getting paid to do this with you, you know. Would I, you know, do I have to make a living? Yeah. So I got to watch my time and, you know, what I am putting into it. I'm seeing someone um, on the phone these days who donates to Laughter Heals instead of giving to me, which I asked for. Hmm. And um, it's based on this resonance, this vibration that I feel. It's psychic. And I feel it inside, and I get in those moments with some people like you more than others Hmm. because there's a safety that we have and a trust that we built and a love, Hmm. you know? 
Yeah. And that's what you have to acknowledge it sometimes. And so many people have even the word love. It's like, you love, you creep. She's 21 years old. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, people put all that to it. Yeah. But you have to acknowledge what is. Yeah. And, that's and it's so nice to know that I have someone out here like you having you and having sherry and having just like people out here that see me and like i know actually care about me is really nice yeah because yeah i've met a lot of people that you know say that they care about you but they don't well yeah look we all do it Mm -hmm. get an agenda i've been burnt by it every time (laughs) when i didn't listen to myself my true self How many times we do that? You just walk down this road and it's just not right. Yeah. And the results, usually you got to pick up pieces afterwards. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate. And, you know, I've d- even done that in, quite frankly, my ex, my former marriage. Mm. That was not. You knew deep down that it wasn't. No, I, I can't say deep down because there was no pause to go deep down. Oh, really? No. It was too busy filling in holes and agendas and. I needed to have this representation of success and this validation. This validation. This, um, you know, quite frankly, married my mother for my mother. You know, maybe now mom will love me. Maybe now she'll approve of me. All that stuff. Now I can, in retrospect, oh. say that at the time, I'm like, yeah, she's the one, and you know, all that. But uh, you know, and we'll close with this. I think, unless you have more. No, I'm, I'm, I'm. I feel, you look very serene really, right now. I feel so settled. Like I feel like it's amazing. I feel like I was like, like buzzing around, and now I just feel like I'm like, huh. That's great. Yeah. That's the way to stop. But I will tell you this. Uh, the reason, the way I brought Mika, my love of my life, into my life, my wife, is uh, all I said to the universe is I said I just want someone to seize me for who I truly am and not what they dictate me to be. That was the only mantra, mm. and it's held today. That's so nice. Yeah, I mean, so I see you, you know, and I saw the you that walked in here, mm-hmm. and I see now the true you. Yeah. The one who walked in here is in fear, doubt, worry, all that. Yeah. So I guess this is like the ultimate podcast for me. Really? <laughs> so honored. I think so. I think so. So somebody, oh, oh, yeah, I have an appointment. Oh, we're done. That's the way to end a podcast. We're done. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> yeah, I have an appointment right now, like oh. a business appointment. Oh, wow. I'm so fancy. Yeah. Well, listen, you've been awesome. Thank you. And I needed this. I I didn't even know that this was what I needed. I thought I needed, like, tangible answers exactly yeah but like this was really what i'm glad you were inspired to text me i'm glad i was somehow inspired that's the universe at work we're not talking to each other you texted me i text back then i thought hey podcast Mm -hmm. you know let it go had no idea that this is where it would go this is what we want to do with the podcast i hope people rate this five stars five stars if you didn't like it don't rate it yeah yeah just (laughs) (laughs) don't say anything review it and I do listen and read. I read all of your emails. Craig at CraigShoemaker.com. Some people are responding, which I'm really digging. You know, again, it's one at a time. I love it. You know, people are talking about what connects with them. And, and this is what I think more. we need to do more of this in the world. 
is connect with one another. Yeah. Instead of all this fighting and division and being right and righteous, I just think we need more of this. And if you don't think we need more of this, yeah, go listen to another podcast. <laughs> all right, till the next time. Uh, this has been Samantha Gordon, and we'll talk to you later. Laughterheals.org. Go give it a visit. Check it out. See how you can support. It's a nonprofit organization which offers grins, giggles, and guffaws and raises the awareness of the healing powers of laughter. Working in aftercare facilities, hospitals, warriors, cancer patients, rehabs. Well, just about everybody needs laughter. We're here to spread it around. It is the best medicine, so just open up and say ha ha. This episode was brought to you by LaughterHeals.org. How was that for my announcery, advertising, promotion voice? LaughterHeals.org.